All right. Welcome back. It's been a while. Pete, talking sports. How are you, Ben? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Tyler? Doing all right. I'm holding up. Just good. Uh, I have the Red Sox Astros game on right now. Bottom of the six. Red Sox up three two. Very getting to getting to some baseball trade deadline. Yeah, I'm trying to be more into baseball, especially because I have so much free time here in Vancouver, <laughs> and there's nothing else on. So yeah. I am very much watching more baseball than I ever have. You're technically an Angels fan, right? Yeah, but that makes me that makes being a baseball fan kind of hard. Also true, because how can you be so bad when you have two of the best five players? Yes, and Otani and Mike Trout. I love yeah. the uh, there's like these jokes or memes on Twitter, and it's like Otani's three for four on the night, two home runs, and the single Mike Trout is also three for four with two doubles and a home run. Angels lose and the four. <laughs> so, yeah, those are those are the best. And they're so, yeah. We're gonna have to talk more about baseball once we get into the playoffs. There's a few teams. I feel like there's a few teams that have kind of separated themselves from everybody else. Yeah. I and mean, everybody else is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. But, I'll need more time to study up yeah. my baseball. I was gonna say I was talking about it with my dad. I was in Utah over the weekend for a family reunion. And my dad's a big baseball guy, and he was asking me about baseball because I was wearing a Mariners jersey. I bought a Ken Griffey jersey, mm-hmm. steel Mariners jersey, and it's so sick. I love it. And my dad's like, "Do you like the Mariners now?" And honestly, ever since I went to that, why not? Game, ever since I went to that game a few weeks ago, they're a likable team. They're not too good, but they're not like bad. I feel they're competitive. Like- Exactly. And I have this like this little bit of emotional connection with them. Yeah. So I care more than like per se the angels or something like that. So Yeah. But anyway, so let's let's uh let's just dive right into what we are wanting to talk about. So we're gonna do college football today. And although we already did somewhat of a college football episode, our first episode, that was over a month ago. So it's like basically BYU and Utah. I don't think we really and then we talked like somewhat just very general. Yeah. So I think we are wanting to dive in a bit deeper today, dive into the bigger conferences and who will come out on top, who's gonna come out in these New Year's Six bowl games and college football playoffs and maybe other teams that might sneak in that aren't power five teams. So maybe like uh, Notre Dame, Cincinnati, or any other team. Kind yeah. of the deal. So let's – I say we just get underway. Let's start out just ACC, then go Big 12, then Big 10 – then Pac-12, then SEC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Sweet. All right. ACC. What 
Ben, you you know more about the ACC than I do for sure. Uh-huh. A Virginia fan. So, mm-hmm. what are your what are your thoughts? thoughts? What are your overall predictions of yeah ACC championship I, and who'll take it home? I think. Well, just to start off, I think the Atlantic should be pretty good. The Atlantic Division. I'm anticipating that Clemson's going to bounce back um, and do well. Um, and then we also have Wake Forest. Wake Forest brings back a lot of that team that went to the ACC championship last year. Um, they were really good. Um, Boston College has a good um, – they have a, a very good – quarterback and a good wide receiver nc state's good devin larry's a good quarterback as well so there's gonna be some co- competitive teams out there and then shockingly i don't think the coastal is going to be as good i think miami is probably the team i'd have to win the coastal right now but i feel like whenever you say that about miami um you know just kind of doesn't happen um, but I, I do kind of feel like they're maybe a little more legit this this time around. Duke's bad. Georgia Tech's bad. Virginia Tech's not going to be good. They're going to be pretty bad, too. Probably not as bad as Duke and Georgia Tech. Um, Virginia will be okay. UNC will be okay. Pitt, I think, is going to be not as good as people think. I think losing their offensive coordinator is huge, and I don't think Keaton Slovis is that good, and losing Jordan Addison is not great. Um, so that's just kind of a general ACC spiel. Um, but what I'm going to guess happens is I'm going to guess that, uh, Wake Forest is really competitive, but Clemson wins the Atlantic that Miami wins the coastal and Clemson beats Miami to win the ACC again. They're back. That was perfect. I love that. I, uh, like I said, I'm not too informed with ACC I know basics but having our UVA insider Ben Hammond knows a lot more about the ACC than 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 me so I I won't talk too much at least in depth I think another thing that's going to make this not only the ACC but just this whole episode hard in general is because the transfer portal is so crazy right now that I don't even know. You you can't really – it's hard to compare a team from the year before now than you used to be yeah. able to. It was easier yeah. to project or forecast teams and their strength of schedules with their strength, strength of schedules and stuff like that and how they'll perform. But now it's – it's a lot harder in my opinion, just because people are, you don't know what's going to gel, you know, exactly. What's going to work. Cause like football is very much about like, like sort of like cohesion to a degree. I mean, basketball is too, but yeah, there's a lot of like, you have to be kind of a cohesive unit. And so sometimes that's kind of seamless and sometimes it's not. So yeah, yeah, we're kind of spitballing here, but and I, I'll get more into that when we talk about the SEC because obviously that's where all the attention is going to be at. So, but yeah, last year Clemson was very disappointing. 
I that was Georgia's best one of their better wins other than Arkansas that I can think of. And obviously Alabama in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia didn't really play anyone, in my opinion. But obviously they beat the second best team or the best team, however you want to call it. Georgia and Alabama are the two best teams. So, But Clemson was very underwhelming last year. So I agree. I think they will bounce back. But – Obviously, Wake Forest. It's Sam Hartman's still there, right? Yep. This is his last year, his senior year. Uh, yeah, I think this is his actually like, it's like his COVID year. Gotcha. So final, final year. Yeah, it's definitely his last year. It's his fifth year. Okay, so I think it's going to be hard to bet against him, though. Wake Forest, their biggest problem last year was not scoring. In fact, it was the opposite. It was their defense. They gave up so many points. And Mm -hmm. so, obviously, that is a very big hole in their team. Sam Hartman, I don't doubt him and his offense's ability to score. But I think the defense this year will step up, whether it's guys coming back and gaining – and having gained that experience from last year or new guys coming in, I think Wake Forest, like you said, will be competitive. But I, I'll i do something a little different and maybe have a hot take. I, I think Wake Forest takes the Atlantic for the second year in a row. I like it. I, I'm not sold on NC State. But I say that. I say that, but – I'm not saying I'm not doubting them. I'm just not convinced of anything. Yeah. So win eight games or something. Yeah. Floor state. I feel like should always be at least competitive and sometimes they are, but they have just been bad these past few years. So I'm not expecting much from them. And the coastal, you basically said it yourself. The two teams really to watch out for in the coastal are Pittsburgh and Miami. And I agree. I think Pittsburgh as reigning ACC champs will take a massive dip. Yeah. But I, you know, they'll still be a solid team, obviously, but they're not going to be the same, especially without Pickett. That was their bread and butter. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Miami, like you said, is always very disappointing. And I'm excited to see UVA Tech because every year they put out a good game. So, yeah, nothing, nothing too groundbreaking there. I, yeah. I'm right with you there. So let's move on to the Big 12, so, something a little more interesting. Yeah, I think for me, like, some big questions are, like, how's Oklahoma going to look? Because yeah. they've got a different quarterback in Dylan Gabriel, a new head coach, Brent Venables, who's a longtime defensive coordinator at Clemson. Um I think they're going to be a good team. I think they're going to win nine or ten games. Um, some other teams, I think Oklahoma State has a pretty good team. Nas goes last year. Baylor has a pretty good team. Nas last year. A team that um, I think people might – I don't think people are sleeping on them. I think people are expecting them to be pretty good. But I think Kansas State could be pretty good. They okay. got Adrian Martinez, the transfer from Nebraska. 
They got a really good running back. Um, and uh, they just bring a lot back. So I'm going to think that Kansas State makes a step up and is pretty good. Um, with that being said, I think that the winner of this conference is going to be Texas. I really like um, what they have on offense there. Just from a talent standpoint, recruiting is going really well for them right now. You have Quinn Ewers, who is um, by most metrics considered the highest rated high school quarterback ever. Um, They've got some great weapons like Worthy, the wide receiver um, who came back, Bijan Robinson, their running back. They also got a couple Bama transfers, one wide receiver who did pretty well in the national championship game. His name slips my mind right now. And then they have a tight end Billingsley. Um, So I think they're going to have a good team this year, especially on offense. I think they're going to put up some points. I think they win the big 12. I love it. I love it. I am looking at the big 12 and their teams and their schedules right now. And it's hard. It's hard following you, Ben. You're very knowledgeable, and you you definitely know your college football. I like, I like Kansas State being relevant again. I don't think they'll be the best team in the Big Twelve, obviously. Yeah. But at one point in time, and within the past, I don't know, eight years, I want to say maybe eight years ago, they were the number one team at one point. Yeah. Oh, um, that. And that was really fun. I think they're a fun team they're, to have. They're in Manhattan, Kansas. So, but yeah, I think they'll still be middle of the pack. They'll be, they'll be not quite Baylor and Oklahoma State, Texas level, but mm-hmm. I think they'll be better than Texas Tech, West Virginia, and maybe TCU. Obviously, Kansas. I think Kansas. They're very known for not being good in football, but. Oh, that's a, yeah, I like what you're going to say. Well, I think they'll be a lot better than teams think. I I agree. I think they have slowly been on the rise, especially that win last year at Texas. Yeah. When they went for two, Uh, I think it was overtime. I don't know if it was double overtime or something, but. I think Kansas is though that's going to be a tough game for anyone and they're going to be sleepers. Those that's going to be a trap game. So yeah. not the same levels like Iowa State, West Virginia, Texas Tech. I think when you're an Oklahoma, Texas type team, you're you're going to go into those games with more seriousness than Kansas and then that's when Kansas is going to attack. So mm-hmm. I that's going to be my maybe hottest take from this. My other hot take, which is not really a hot take, it's just a prediction, is that Texas won't win the Big 12 this year. In fact, I think they get third or fourth in the standings because, like you said, they have very good football players. They have a good offense. Recruiting, obviously, is going very well for them, especially with the recent commitment by Arch Manning. Yeah, so people are very excited about Texas football as they are every year, but they always disappoint. They just do. They mm-hmm. always disappoint. So the Red River rivalry game 
last year against Oklahoma was super fun. That was one of the best games of the year. It was. was. That Oklahoma has their number. Oklahoma is just the big brother to Texas as of recently. Yeah. I think Oklahoma struggles, but they take the conference, followed by Oklahoma State. Then Texas Baylor are interchangeable at three and four. So that's, you know, that's not really anything crazy, but I am interested to see how Oklahoma plays this year, especially with basically a new team or a new identity that is. So yeah, I'm curious to see where that goes. So, all right, this is, this is going to be a fun one. The big 10, mm-hmm. big 10. What, what are your thoughts on the big 10, Ben? Um, I think a team that stands out is I think Penn state will be pretty good. Um, they bring back a lot except their quarterback um, is kind of a question mark, but I think they could be okay. Uh, Michigan State, they lost a lot, but Mel Tucker, their coach, is known for his kind of thing is getting guys out of the transfer portal. They had a lot of success last year just basically getting guys in the transfer portal, so I'm curious to see if they have the same success this year. Um, really, the team to watch out for that I think is going to be really darn good is I think Nebraska is going to win a lot of games. Oh, wow. I think they're going to go from – because they won, like, three last year, but they lost, like, all of those games by, like, one possession. Yeah. And they brought back a lot. And their new offensive coordinator was Pitt's offensive coordinator last year. Um, so, That's I think – and they also have the transfer, Casey Thompson, who was the quarterback for Texas last year. Um, so, I think they're going to be talented. I think they're going to be pretty good. I think they're able to rattle off eight, nine wins. Um, really, though, I think that the conference as a whole is going to come down to Ohio State, Michigan. I think Michigan loses too much on defense. I think Ohio State brings too much back on offense. Uh, Michigan, they're going to be kind of a different team this year because last year they were really good at just kind of running the ball, playing defense, being physical. I think this year is going to be more of them throwing the ball a lot, more of them trying to win shootouts. Um, and, you know, I think they're going to have success doing that. But I think once it comes to playing Ohio State, that's what Ohio State wants to do. They want to get in a shootout because they know that their offense is better than yours. That there's no offense that's better than Ohio than what Ohio State's going to have out there this year. Um, and I also like Ohio State, I think, is going to be improved on defense. They brought in the defense coordinator from Oklahoma State, Jim Knowles. So I think they're going to be pretty good. Um, they always have the talent on the defense side of the ball. They were kind of down last year defensively, but I think they're able to kind of pick pick that back up this year. So I'm going to roll with Ohio State, and I, I say they're going to end up playing Iowa in the Big Ten Championship, just the way the divisions work. Uh, the Big Ten West is kind of lame, but, yeah, I'm just going to say Iowa pulls that out and Ohio State has an easy game but what it really comes down to is it's going to come down to that Ohio State Michigan game because I think the winner of that game is going to go to the Big Ten title game against Iowa and I think either of those teams would crush Iowa and I think that's going to be Ohio State I love it great analysis I 100% agree with you when you talk about the Big Ten East versus the Big Ten West 
Mm-hmm. And every year, the Big Ten East is light years better than the West. Yeah. Even even the eye test. You have teams like Wisconsin and Iowa that will crack the top ten. But I will still take uh, a Michigan State team or Penn State team, Ohio State-Michigan, that is underperforming to go into Iowa or into Wisconsin. And win. Yep, I, I'm with you. Especially because I don't think this is a, a particularly good Wisconsin team this year. Yeah, they they just – the West just does not impress me like the East does. And that's, yeah. that's just facts. Yeah. I – it, I, I kind of like what we got going because you're very specific in your players and your analysis and games. And I feel like I I need to brush up more on my college football, but I very much trust my gut and go with trends and go with what happens. That's what makes it fun. I see. Yeah. And not saying yeah. that, but uh, I, I very much – trust that and so i i did not know about nebraska i i knew i i guess i'm looking at you know when i'm when i'm researching i'm looking at nebraska and how a lot of projections have them doing well like you said yeah i definitely remember them losing so many games by one possession so that i think that they will be better. I think that Iowa, Wisconsin are the two better teams in the West, but there's something about Purdue. I don't know what happens and what. Oh, good call. But they, what will happen to Purdue is they'll go seven and five, losing to Illinois, Northwestern, and Rutgers and having beaten Ohio State and Penn State or something weird like that. They always manage to play to their competition. Yeah. And then whether it's a bad team, they'll play bad, or whether it's mm-hmm. a great team, they'll play great. And so I, you know, my gut, my gut tells me Wisconsin will come out in the West, but I want to do it. I'm going to say Purdue is going to come out in the West. Do it. Good. And it's going to be the first time in a while that we've seen, maybe ever, that we've seen Purdue in the Big Ten Championship. Mm -hmm. I I love it. I can't fact check that, though. Well, I could, but I won't right now. So any of our listeners, if they want to message us and tell us that we were wrong, then they're more welcome to do so. And your analysis of the Big Ten East was really good. I – Agree that the teams to watch out for, at least the main two, are Ohio State, Michigan, and whoever comes out on top will end up taking the Big Ten championship as a whole, beating Purdue. And I think that's going to be Ohio State. But yeah, I just think uh, that it it that's just they're consistently, consistently, it's just the East is better than the West. It's never even close. Yeah. And it's pretty absurd, but 
And I'll come out and say that CJ Stroud wins the Heisman. Matt, I don't think that's a bold. No, I I think that that's definitely a very big possibility. And it's between CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. Yeah. That I think those are the two obvious ones. So yeah, that that's my Big Ten take. There we go. Well, all right, let's go Pack Twelve. Oh boy, oh boy, I got a lot to say about the Pack Twelve, but I'll let you go first, Ben. Yeah. Um, with the Pack Twelve, I think there's only really I think Oregon could be pretty good. Um, I don't expect them to be as good as they were last year. I think there's really two teams that I think will be contending for the Pac-12 championship. I think that's USC and Utah. And that's honestly just because I can't think of anybody else who could do anything. I don't know. The Pac-12 is just so boring to me. I just don't. (laughs) No one's good. (laughs) Stanford, eh. UCLA, eh. Arizona will stink. Arizona State will be mediocre. They got the um, the transfer quarterback from Florida to replace Daniels, who transferred to LSU. But like, eh, they're just Arizona State's just never going to do anything more than like seven, eight wins. Yeah. Um, so really, I honestly don't have a ton to say. Um, but I was saying interesting is Washington as a quarterback. Um, who played at Indiana the last couple of years, Michael Penix. Two years ago, he was really good, and Indiana was really good. And then last year, he was so bad, and Indiana was so bad. So I'm curious to see if he is able to, in like a new setting, get good again. But really what I'm going to guess happens is I'm going to guess USC just has too much raw talent, and I think they beat Utah in the Pac-12 championship. But I don't feel like I'm going out on a limb much with that one. But I'm going to say USC wins the Pac-12. All right, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'll i touch on that Penix analysis. So Penix, the lefty who was at Indiana, like you said, was super, super good. But then he got injured and then came back and was bad. So <laughs> I think – I think Washington will be pretty similar in the play style of Indiana, or it's not quite a pro style. It'll be more air raid, but it'll be incorporated. And yeah. Annex is, at least before he was injured, very mobile. And that was a big weapon that he had. And per usual injuries can affect that. So I think I think he'll actually be pretty good, but not quite what he used to be. So that's my take. Uh, like you said, Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams at USC and them literally just getting every star transfer. Transfer, yeah. Is, uh, I mean, that's obviously tough to beat. Oregon's going to be a solid team. Is it Adams is coming back? The quarterback out of Oregon? Um, no, their quarterback's Bo Nix. It is Bo Nix. That's right. 
That is right. I And then their running back, they had a star running back, but he went to USC too, Travis Dye. Yeah, I'm not sure why they'd even let that happen, <laughs> let you transfer yeah. to a in-conference school. but Just the way it is now. Yeah, but I think Bo Nix in Oregon will bring something new to the table. Yeah. Oregon and in the Pac-12. Because Oregon, obviously, they are good when they have a good quarterback. So Herbert, Mariota are good examples. But Gold Nix doesn't really play like them. He plays like Johnny Manziel almost. Mm-hmm. And, he, and like maybe Baker Mayfield, maybe not quite to their level, obviously, but Bo Nix is a fun player to watch, but he's inconsistent. So I wonder if he can get his consistency down. Oh, and Utah, I don't want to get too much into it because we already covered this in the first episode, but yeah, and admittingly, I am biased. I'm very biased when I say this. I don't like Utah as a BYU fan. And I think they are very overrated as well. I think, I mean, I think they'll win nine games. Mm-hmm. But I see, I, what are they preseason ranks? Fifth or something? Uh, it depends on where. I don't think many are going to have them actually fifth. I think they're going to be more like, they're, I think they're going to be top 10 though. Which is ridiculous in my mind. They, they're top. They're a top twenty-five team. They're in the teens. They're the six. Yeah, I'll even give them like fifteen. I'll might well. I'll give them fifteen just because I'm being mean right now. But I don't think Cam Rising is all that great. I think he's good, but yeah. I don't think he's great. I think he is not the best quarterback in Utah. Again, I'm very biased. I'm admitting that right now. I think Jaron Hall, I would take Jaron Hall over Cam Rising every day of the week. Uh, But anyway, that's besides the point. I think Utah is going to be overhyped and fall short of everyone else's expectations. Mm -hmm. Going to the Rose Bowl or whatever it might be. No, that's – I just don't think that's going to happen. No. I think Arizona goes bowl eligible this year. That's going to be my hottest take. There you go. That's not going to be my hottest take. My hottest take is that UCLA wins the Pac-12 because not because Ooh. not because that they win eleven games, but because the Pac-12 everyone wins around eight, nine, ten games, and. Yeah. Dor- Thomas Robinson, Thompson Robinson is playing mm-hmm. his final and fifth his fifth and final season at UCLA. And I think he has a really great year. There we go. I, I like it. Super, super good year. And they don't really have a tough schedule. Their toughest games. Their toughest game is at Oregon. And then they play Utah and USC at home, which, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not going to be easy, but I think that's what's going to happen. So that's going to be my hot take is that Arizona goes bulgeable and that UCLA takes the Pac-12 and they surprise everyone. I like that. 
And then last but not least, the biggest, baddest boy of them all, the SEC. Uh Uh, With the SEC, I think one of the interesting teams will be LSU. I'm curious to see what they look like. I think they'll be pretty good. They've got some talent, but I end up, I'm going to guess that they don't end up being great, but they're, they're just pretty good. There may be an eight, nine win team. Um, I think Alabama, of course, is the top dog. Um, I'm going to pick Alabama to win it. Texas A&M should be very competitive as well. I'm going to guess that Texas A&M is the second best team in the SEC this year. The main competitor um, to Alabama. I think Florida is interesting. I don't know whether they're whether they'll be good, but I know they'll be interesting. I don't necessarily love their hire with Billy Napier opposed to Dan Mullen, um, but I do really like and I'm intrigued by their quarterback Anthony Richardson. The dude does like backflips, and he's like six four two forty. It's like this big athletic freak. Um, I think he and DJU from Clemson are the two quarterbacks I'm most intrigued to see um, how much success they have this year. They could both potentially really rise up the draft ranks uh, with good seasons this year. I am not – I think they'll be very good, but I don't think Georgia's a contender. I think they're like a 9-10 win team, and that's not even being super critical of them. It's just, I think Stetson Bennett is limited. Um, I don't think he's bad. I think he's limited. And I just don't, I just, I know that they recruit so well, but losing that many guys has to matter. No. Um, and I'm still giving them the benefit of the doubt by th- saying that they'll go nine and three, 10 and two. I also think Tennessee could have a really good record. I love Hendon Hooker. I think he's so good. I thought he was so good when he was at Virginia Tech. He was the one quarterback that scared me, but Justin Fuente was just too stupid to actually play him. Um, so he transferred when he's the best quarterback that they've had in years. Um, so, yeah, I really like Tennessee. But what I think happens is I think that Alabama wins the West Georgia wins the East. Alabama pretty easily beats Georgia in the SEC championship. I am very excited for the SEC because there's just so much drama all the time. <laughs> yeah. Especially this offseason drama with Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban coming at each other. I think that game is going to be really fun. This is, I wanted to touch earlier on what we were talking about along the lines of the transfer portal. Uh-huh. I was at a family reunion, like I said, this past weekend in Utah. And my grandpa, his family came up from Louisiana and also spent a lot of time with us. So, I had a bunch of second cousins and extended relatives there, and they're all diehard LSU fans. And so we we were talking quite a lot of SEC football. And a point that was brought up that I hadn't really thought about is that Texas A&M, they have the best incoming class, whether it's recruiting or transfers or both. 
in the history of all time. Like in the history of rankings, they have the best recruiting class ever, which is almost a bad thing because now you have all these five-star top athletes, top football players in the country competing with each other for playing time. And there's just so limited playing time. And these are the guys that are the best of the best. And now they're having to compete for playing time. And they're having, and, and it's just not going to pan out for everybody. So they're going to, there's yeah. gonna be a lot of turmoil there. It's very similar to an Alabama, Georgia environment, but they're just not there yet. I don't think Jimbo Fisher is obviously he's won a national championship at Florida when he was at Florida State and Jameis Winston, but it's just a whole different ball game. And so they will be the worst best team. Gotcha. They will be underwhelming because they'll have all these great players, but they won't be able to mesh. They won't be able to perform well together. And there's going to be – it's just going to be a mess, I think. Yeah. Interesting. You already touched on Alabama and Georgia. I agree about Stetson Bennett. I don't think – I honestly don't think he's all that great. I think last year he had throws, but his defense bailed him out to win the championship. I don't even think he's – I think half the quarterbacks in the SEC are better than him. Mm -hmm. I agree. I I still think they're just too much in the East. I I like Tennessee. Florida, like you said, is going to be interesting. But a team that's been on the rise that no one ever talks about is Kentucky. Kentucky has proven themselves as a really good football school these past few years. Mm-hmm. They, they are legit. I'm excited for Kentucky. Whether or not they take the East, I mean, I don't think I don't think that's impossible, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I just I wouldn't be surprised if they were very very good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, LSU. Like I said, all my extended family are very diehard LSU fans, and they're very hopeful of Brian Kelly. I think that's been also a very much dramatic hire or dramatic offseason event. Yeah. And they're spilling a lot of tea on Coach Ogeron and all these other things that didn't make national media about him. And when he won the national championship, it got to his head and ended up like, like divorcing his wife and all this. Just, and then it just went downhill. So that was kind yeah. of interesting to hear that. But LSU, I think it's going to take a while for Brian Kelly to really do something there. Arkansas. Yeah be a solid team, but they're not going to be able to compete with A&M or Bama, same with Ole Miss. Yeah. And uh, got to talk Auburn. Finley does not impress me as a quarterback. Auburn's going to be bad. 
The one thing I don't think Finley's going to be the starter though. They brought in Zach Calzada, who was that Texas A and M freshman last year beat Bama. Yeah, I, I still don't think they're going to be good. I think they're going to have a bad year, and I think that coach is getting fired. I what I will say about Auburn though is they bring back Tank Bigsby, and he's he's going to be the only reason why they're competitive. Yeah. Or if he stays I think they're like a six seven win team though. Yeah. So I but yeah. So So what's your SEC championship game? Alabama, Georgia. Cool. I I, I wanna say I've already made some quote hot takes. Yeah. I you know, and there's a part of me that really just wants to do another one and say Kentucky will go to the championship, but Alabama, Georgia, Alabama goes. Yeah. And wins. Cool. So yeah. and we can we can wrap up. I don't know if you want to talk about any other sleeper teams that you know, I, I think Cincinnati and Notre Dame will be good. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're really gonna be in the conversation nationally though. Yeah, I think who do you think though, out of like these non power five schools will be the most surprising that will be a top 10 team this year because it's going to happen one of these teams will be in the top 10 yeah i like that question i'm not hmm. i'm trying to think of who is standing out to me There's not one that stands out. Cincinnati seemed obvious. You can never sleep on, like, UCF or Houston. Um, hmm. I hate to say it, but, like, the obvious one for me is, like, BYU. Yeah, I, you know, and I, well, we've already established that we are BYU fans. Yeah. But if you're talking outside of a Notre Dame or, or BYU, or sorry, or a Cincinnati. Yeah, and like you already said, you can't really leave out UCF or Houston, BYU, and Boise have that. Boise, big, big, I, I do, I do look at it though. Like I think BYU is clearly better than Cincinnati. I think it's just whether BYU is better than Notre Dame. Yeah, and obviously we will find that out. Yeah, October eighth. Yeah. Find find me and Ben there, section four fourteen. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That will be really cool. Yeah, I'm. I think BYU is going to surprise people. Not that they'll be good, but that they'll be very good. I think BYU yeah, yeah. can crack the top ten, and I think this could be the year that they make it to New Year's Six Bowl. But but capital B U T. But BYU just always finds a way to break my heart and break yeah. my heart. So I'm I can't just say that and be happy with it. So I yeah, I get it. I will say, yeah, I agree. I think UCF and Houston are schools to always watch out for. I could very well see them doing well. I'd also throw SMU in there. I think Oh yeah. I don't think yeah. SMU they were very good last year or two years ago. 
I think. Yeah. They're always watch they're always like a fun team to watch out for. Mm-hmm. And and I'll this is what I'll say. I don't think this team will crack the top ten, but I think they'll be dang close. I think they'll crack the top fifteen. Uh that's UTSA. That's San Antonio. Oh yeah, they're they're usually good. The, the these past two years they've been very good. Yeah. And even in even in conference USA, UAB, they took it to BYU last year. And oh, what was that bowl called in, in Shreveport? What was the Independence? Independence Bowl. They took it to BYU and won. Yeah. And they bring back a good amount of players. And yeah. I think that just helps to have that momentum. BYU was 13th when they lost mm-hmm. 12 or 13. Yeah. They lost. So I, I think watching out for those two teams mm. is also, is also a fun thing. I I'm actually going to look at UTSA schedule. They play. Ooh, they play at Texas. So they'll really be able to yeah. shape themselves. They're not going to win that, but they also, they also uh, play Houston at home. They can win that. Yeah, they they are very – there's a lot of potential there. I don't think they'll beat Texas, but – especially because that's like I think the second or third game of the season for them. And then yeah. UAB pretty much play no one. I think they could win out their whole schedule except they play at LSU in November. <laughs> yeah. So don't think they'll win that one, but the, that's just some fun things. Yeah, you know, it's always fun to think of these little teams that come yeah. out. Come out For sure. So, and then I'm just peeking at Cincinnati's schedule. They, they're playing Arkansas. That'll and be that- interesting. I think Arkansas beats them. Yeah, that, that's their hardest game. They play at UCF and at SMU as well. Yeah, I think the Cincinnati team's like a nine-win team. Yeah, they they lose those think. three games. They're going to lose those three games. Yeah. And then I'm going to – last thing last thing is I'll peek at Notre Dame's schedule because I think they – Again, they just are always kind of disappointing, though. Even no, I, I'm not a believer. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah. They'll tell you they do, but they don't. And they honestly, I think they have a tougher schedule than BYU, and that's just the nature of independence. Yeah. They check out these five games at Ohio State, home versus Clemson, at USC at UNC, and then the Las Vegas neutral site against BYU. Lose to Ohio State, beat Marshall, beat Cal, beat UNC, lose to us, I think, BYU, beat Stanford, beat UNLV, beat Syracuse, lose to Clemson, beat Navy, beat Boston College, lose to USC. Like, I think they're like an eight-win, eight-nine-win team. Yeah. Mainly because their schedule being hard. I think they're normally a 10 win team, but I don't think this is one of those like playoff contending Notre Dame teams. I think they're similar to last year where they're just pretty good. I agree. And then 
I said last thing, but I think Fresno State had a really good team last year. I'm not yeah. sure if they returned a lot of people um, or not, but they had a good team. And yeah, they bring back the quarterback. They lose the. They lost the coach. Oof. Well, the coach is Washington's coach now. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised to see if they crack the top twenty, top fifteen. Yeah. Same with Boise. You know, Boise always they've made a brand of themselves. So, and I that's pretty much it. I, I'm not sure if there's any other teams. Very quick, we yeah. could just have our four teams who we have winning the semifinal games, who we have winning the championship. We can just do that. Yeah. All right. Be quick. Yeah, I'll go Ohio State one, Clemson t- or Bama two, Clemson three. I'm going to go with Texas A&M four. Um, and then I'm going to say Ohio State beats Texas A&M, Alabama beats Clemson, Ohio State beats Alabama. Ohio State as national champion. I, yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to agree with Ohio State and Alabama. And I really don't think it matters who the other two teams are. I don't either. But for this sake, I will say uh, – I'm not going to say a and I'll – oh, man, I really don't want to, but I think it's possible. I, I'll go – I'll go kind of crazy here. Oh, no, I, I was going to say UCLA, but then – take back what I said about them being like a 9-10 win team. I'll say Michigan. I think the Big Ten has two teams. Okay. And then I think Oklahoma with the Big 12. Uh-huh. I think they'll compete with A&M or Georgia for that fourth spot. Yeah. So that – and then I'll I'll also say Ohio State. Yeah, no, no, let's make it different. I'll say Alabama, but mm-hmm. that will be a good game. Alabama versus Ohio State. I look forward to that. Yeah, I agree. I'm with yeah. you. But yeah, otherwise, I think that's about it. Yeah, perfect. And to all of our listeners out there, it turns out we have a lot more listeners now in Brazil. <laughs> there we go. Uh. Than we had before. So Brazil and of course our loyal Belgian listeners and of course the US. So slowly but surely we're we're spreading. So stay tuned. We know it's get it's we know it's slow right now, but once sports and college football start picking up, once baseball and the postseason starts coming up in September, once NBA in October and NFL. Yeah. NFL is going to start up here pretty soon. So I'm excited yep. to see how this all folds out, but we just need a few more weeks before all that starts. So B and T signing off till next time. Yep.